Hello, beautiful people. Bobby the Awesome here. Thank you for joining me. 321 No Kidding Podcast. It's Monday night in my world. I survived my first day back at work. Gracefully, even, I think, for the most part. <laughs> uh, before we get into step work, and I'm not going to do it tonight, I just want to share with you my thoughts about something I was reading today. So I've told you how I'm doing the 85 hard, not 85 hard. I guess I'm making it up. My own numbers, 75 hard and how we have to read a heart, you know, a book, a real book. And I'm reading next level thinking by Joel Olstein. So the church that I went to, gave this out when I first joined and I never read it. I've kept it out and I've looked at it a hundred times. Same thing with like the recovery Dharma book. So this, this is forcing me to read stuff, which is very good. So today's reading that I was doing, I definitely could relate to. And I had been this way for so many years and I still am on some level, um, with some things, this is still a big, big opportunity working area for me. So I thought it would, I thought I would share it with you. And the, the context of the chapters I'm reading is about being bitter. It's when, you know, people do you wrong. And some of the examples they are given is like not getting a promotion. Uh, and when difficult things happen to you and it's how you respond. And it says, bitterness poisons your attitude to the point where you see everything in a negative light. You can't enjoy life. There's always something wrong. Bitter people don't have good relationships and are evenly offended. They'll jump down your throat on the smallest thing. It's the bitterness coming out. And boy, I have this. I don't like it. And and I think that I'm past a lot, but I even use that word a lot. It's like, oh, I'm not bitter, which is my sarcasm, which is part of my MO. If we're thinking back to Neil's episode and then the fact that I'm aware that I'm bitter about certain hot topics and it, some of these sentences are so powerful. Bitterness can keep you from your destiny. Um, one of the examples he's talking about is people who are bitter over something that happened 30 years ago. So really funny. I, I had talked to you guys about something with my mother. I don't even know if I identified her as my mother, but something with this Barbie doll issue from years and years prior, like 50 years, more than 30. And, um, she heard it today and texted me. She's like, Oh, this made the episode. And she kind of got a kick out of it, I think. But to hang on to that stuff for so long, um, you know, it, it happens to the best of us. And hanging on to it is no different than hanging on to um, the guilt, the shame, the hate, the despair, the all those other things that I tell us that we don't have to keep in our bucket and that we shouldn't have in our bucket because it drags us down. But yet bitterness is one of the ones that I try to hang on to. And this is, so I'm just going to call out some of these powerful things that, that Joel Olstein says, 
the more you dwell on it, these situations from the past, the more you relive it, the more you let it bother you, the deeper it gets rooted into you. So if if we operate with bitterness the way we do on on other situations that we talk about, like if like this morning, for example, I got really cranky really early. I really struggle with one of the well, I struggle with a couple of the people I work with, but there's there was a moment today where I I totally got frustrated and I am I am a little bitter on this topic because no one seems to listen to me and will help me. There's two topics that no one will seem to listen to me or help me on. So maybe I'm completely wrong and and that's fine. And and maybe I've even handled things wrong around these two topics. I, I, I don't know for sure, but um there's two things that really, really light me up. And one of them happened uh, relatively early. And I could feel it wasn't that the situation was that horrible today. It's that the bitterness of all this time, of all these things happening over and over again, is what's creating this deep-rooted like frustration and anger whenever something little in the same context happens. Well, who am I hurting? I am not hurting them. I'm hurting me. I'm getting frustrated. I'm getting my pissy pants on. And I'm staying bitter about this stuff. So I need to do a better job, which I love when I tell you guys things because it challenges me to be aware of it and to try to move through things. And maybe I will, maybe I won't. You know, I'm, I'm on my journey too trying to grow and change and evolve. And just because I say it doesn't mean I can fix it overnight. But essentially, I need to let it go. Just like just like 12 steps say, you know, let go, let God. That could be the context of this book. Just like I say to you about things that are hanging into your bucket, dragging you down, weighing you down, filling your bucket, filling your suitcase, just just waiting you, let it go. It's not serving you. So does it serve me to get upset about this person's performance or how these things have played out? No. Like I'm literally, my job is supporting me and I should be really grateful that I have this job. And it's supporting my dreams. And I'm watching the puppy. She's like trying to get into trouble behind my printer. She was such a saint today. Like I babysit my neighbor's dog and she was just just perfect today up until now now she's getting anxious her mommy's coming home soon anyway totally digressed so I need to do a better job of practicing what I preach as far as when bitterness is concerned um I'm I'm scanning the book because I really I just really like this chapter it's pretty good when I'm I'm reading things and this is a real easy easy book to read. Um, normally I have a problem with when I read my brain races and to be completely honest, like recovery Dharma, I did not, I couldn't have told you what that book said. Not one little piece of it until I worked with you guys on it on air. I had no idea what the book was even about. So it wasn't until I slowed down and really broke it down. And, um, this book, I seem to be able to, I can't tell you what I read yesterday, but I can tell you, you know, things that impacted me today. So again, more self-improvement. I want to be a good reader. I want to retain the information I'm learning. 
Um, so it's just all, it's all work moving the needle. All right, I gotta, I gotta find out what she's doing. She just loves chewing on wires. And since we're in my podcasting room, I want to make sure she's not eating my stuff. She ate her mommy's telephone cord over the weekend. So not good. Okay, so a couple other little thoughts about bitterness. Um, Just because you've been through loss doesn't mean you're not going to win again. So hanging on to, you know, for example, when I was entered that speak off this year, um, I didn't place at all. You know, I could be bitter about that or I can practice and get better for next year. That's how the winner that won this year won. He he did it the year before and he practiced and he was like, I'm going to be dynamite and I'm going to win. And that's what exactly what he did. Um, when, a, when you're tempted to be bitter, one of the best things you can do to get your mind off yourself and go be a blessing to others. So yeah, this is definitely one of the points that I wanted, Mia, I wanted to mention is if you're trying to be of service and you're trying to help someone else, you kind of don't have time to be bitter or, you, you know, you don't have the focus of being bitter. I probably should have waited until she went home to talk to you. I'm sorry. So, again, it's, it, it's another emotion that aligns with the things that we're already chatting about as far as, you know, we don't hang on to the noisy, negative, yucky emotions. How's that for a nice, fancy word? Yucky. And bitterness definitely falls in this bucket. So just like how we can't feel like hate and love at the same time, if we're sending love, we can't be feeling hate. If we're doing good service and we're trying to help other people, it's really hard to pay attention to staying in our, I call it like pissy pants. That's a, a big place I think that bitterness keeps me is in my pissy pants. And who the hell wants to be in pissy pants, right? All right, beautiful people. Uh, she's totally making me a little crazy trying to babysit and talk to you. So I am going to go uh, continue my babysitting duties. But thanks for being here with me. And uh, if you could, I love this. I, I was looking at another podcaster in the gambling fields, um, his show notes, and he had said, um, it's not about ego, but asking for reviews is a tool to help us reach other you know, gamblers and people that may need to hear the show. So if you could, please subscribe, rate, review the show. Any or all of the above would be greatly appreciated. I just found out that I was, like, I Googled gambling podcast, and there was this place that said, you know, top top podcast of 2020, and come to find out I wasn't even in that directory. So I'm always trying to make sure that I could be found real easily because you never know who needs to hear what is kind of my feeling. So you can help me with that and I would appreciate it. All right, beautiful people. I will chat with you in the morning. I hope you have a great rest of your day. We'll talk soon. Thanks.